This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Look out, takes, Almunia saves, knock out, follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Good afternoon, everybody. Well, you tell me, what have we just seen? Have we just seen a pulsating advertisement for uh, for championship football? Have we seen the team who are in desperate straits come up against a team who have been doing very well in their last 11 games and it's kind of ebbed and flowed? Or have we seen a team that has got glass jaw syndrome, as I call it, um, who are just so emotionally affected by the you know, kind of toing and throwing of the game. Um, at the start of that second half, there was a period where Yao Pedro and Loser were keeping the ball for fun and the Olays were going up and the flicks and all of the things that obviously are just lovely to see. But then we see an error from, well, you tell me. Um, I've seen people say that Porteous should have got a block in. Hamer clearly misjudged the flight of the ball. The wind was uh, was seemingly a telling factor. But uh, obviously his face, after after having had a good performance up until that point, went from zero, you know, hero to zero in 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 no seconds flat or vice versa, whichever one you want to call it. But it was a it was a game where you know, looking at uh, last Friday, there was certainly passion shown today. But we don't half get rattled, don't we? We don't half get rattled, as ever as ever, guys. Do come on if you want to say something. Do come on and let us know. Um, at the end of that game, uh, what was your thoughts on the Hassan Kamara on Norton Cuffey challenge? I would say it was a penalty all day long, and if it had gone the other way around, I would have been spitting chips currently. So uh, so do, do let us know what your thoughts are as ever. But overall, was this a step in the right direction, or was it just simply a commanding position thrown away and then everything goes to pieces last thing i'll I'll ask before we start uh, taking calls is what did we think about the substitutions because uh, obviously arosh had to come on because asomba longa who had a nice step over for the first goal pulled a hamstring had to go off that's you know we might talk about fitness you know kind of fitness and conditioning 
uh, in and of itself. We might talk about hamstrings. I mean, that, let's be honest, that's been the uh, the order of the season, has it not? But we then saw Craig Cathcart come on for, for Ryan Andrews, who I think he was on a booking. I'll have to check the stats uh, in a little moment. But then about two minutes later, down that side, obviously, came the second goal. So did the substitutions help or hinder us? Did we look better or did we look worse? You let us know. You let us know. Let me just add in, Justin, and then we will go to the calls as ever. If you'd like to get your point across, you've got the five-word reviews. You can write at the bottom of this particular uh, Twitter space post, and you can write as many words as Twitter will allow you there. No problem at all. And obviously, if you want to say it, just post, you know, just uh, hit the request button at the bottom left, and you can come on and say what you will. Justin, sir. Justin. Hello. Oh, um, where, where are you after that roller coaster? Uh, well, deflated a little bit, I think. Firstly, can I just apologise about the five-word reviews? I scheduled them to my personal account by mistake, so I have just now put them on the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes account. Apologies for that. A little bit of an admin error there. I will put my hands up. So you might find there's a few, few of my personal account, Peter. Apologies for that. Um, hunting, for that hunting for that. That's be interesting. <laughs> At half-time, you think, OK, well, look, you know, all we've got to do is kind of manage the game now a little bit, and, and, and you know, but instead they come out and start doing little silly little tricks and things and showboating and there was just something inevitable about that ending up as a draw and we are very very lucky that we didn't lose that game because I think that was a penalty and they they looked much better towards the end of the match so take a point but it doesn't help us in any way does it a point doesn't help anything at all really it's just match ticked off before we sort of see out the end of the season I think that's my thoughts I think I think a lot of the and and it'll be interesting to see what everybody else thinks as ever. Request if you want to come on and let us know. Let us know if you were there and how much the wind affected that that first goal conceded or not. The the order that the goals are scored in, this is me being chosen subject, the bleeding obvious here. I appreciate people are gonna go, yeah, Pete, of course. But the order that the goals are scored in in a two all draw dictate how you kind of look back at it. Because of course Coventry now will be spitting chips that they didn't get a winner, but they'll be sitting there incredibly, you know, plumped up that they got the uh, you know, they had a comeback on their hands. It was a it was a raucous game. As a game for the neutral, I think you'd have absolutely loved it. Whereas us, because we're 2-0 up, we're doing well, and then we concede, and then we go to pieces quite a little bit. You know, it's very, very frustrating. But but as I say, penalty, I think we kind of got away with one in there in a way. But there we go. There we go. Let's see if let's see if Twitter is working these days. You know, Elon and uh, putting 50p in the meter is uh, is always dubious. Uh, Lewis, if you hit the, uh, the, the mic button, and you should be able to tell us your thoughts on the game. Hello, gents. How are we doing? Hello, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're okay. Thank you very much. You know, I'm, I'm actually not. I think after Friday, this, some of my initial reactions not. It's not that bad. I just think the season's over anyway, so it's just, it's just a bit like it was all make or break. I think we probably had to win. Was it six games left, including today's? So we probably had to win all, yeah. all six to probably get in the playoffs. And it's just quite nice now that all that hope's sort of gone. At least I can now go. I can now think. I can now sort of think. At least, like, we can just we just write it off. I actually really thought that was a really good performance until obviously about the 60th minute or whatever they scored. I just get really. Oh, that's just so us. It's just. It's just so. It was, it was inevitable. And I sat there with my housemate. I wasn't at the game. We watched it on TV, and he's not really a football fan. And he he even said, "There's just. It's just just got a whiff of." Do you know? Do you know? Yesterday, when in the Liverpool Arsenal game, when Jacker, I don't know, people obviously watched it, but Jacker did something, yeah. and it it sort of fired Liverpool up, and Liverpool got back in the game. I don't know what we did, whether it was the showboating, whether it was the you know taking the piss, you know, sort of sexy football, all this. Mm-hmm. Did did, did just think fuck this? Let's just get into them because exactly what they did. The crowd got behind them, 
and they just they, <laughs> that was just something it just has been inevitable and as soon as they scored their first you knew it was coming I mean Kamara <laughs> I just don't really know what he's so at fault for not only that penalty that should have been given but I just think he was so I don't think he made a pass in the second half that when any to what for player it's just so I, I, I don't know if you saw the same thing I just so frustrating uh, but, but do you know what positives I mean Jao Pedro was unbelievable he's just he's such he's just going to be such a miss when he gets his big move in the summer but his goal was fantastic he just I've noticed if we get if we get a throw in the halfway line they just give it straight to Jao Pedro every single time and he retains the ball and gets it to someone else and it's actually remarkable to watch it it's if, if Kamara has a has a throw at left back or if it was Andrews there at right back every single time just went straight to Jao Pedro takes a touch somehow gets out of trouble and then gets it to someone else and I just think he was so different gravy unlike a Rouge who I just He's just not made for championship football, is he? He's so, so yeah. weak. He had that that one where Saar Sa and Pedro did some really good play in our own half. We were on the break, and he, all he had to do was leave it. Um, and you could see Pedro and Saar were really, really frustrated. But uh, I just, the whole thing, that's just, that's someone who clearly what, just wants a goal because he's barely played. So, of course, he's going to go for everything. But yeah, overall, I thought Andrews was superb. Well, where's he been all season? Yeah. Where's he been all season? Why? I mean, why? What's it taken? I know what it's taken. It's taken Ngakia. Is a Ferreira to be injured? And Ngakia, I think he played. All, did um, no Ngakia didn't play on Friday, did he? So I mean, Ngakia, what is he injured as well? Um, I'm not sure if he was. I'm, I'm one of these who kind of looked at that and uh, at the starting lineup and said, you know, oh, we we still haven't got you know kind of a lot of youth. Oh, Andrews is at right back, and I was just happy that he was. And yeah, I agree with. You. I thought I thought he was a, a a good standout performer today, and I agree with you in terms of it was a it was a belting game. Uh, probably more fun for the neutral and indeed for the Coventry City supporters than for the Watford fans, simply because of the order of the goals and what have you. But um, no, I, you know that seeing that seeing him in there was great. I think the the thing that we were missing on the bench was a Toby Toby Adeyemo, a, a player who if we lost if we lost him um, in in terms of uh, Asomba Longa today, you know I. I I would have thought that who's going to do better up front against a uh, you know a, a strong backline at Cov? Um, for my money, would have been on Adi Yamo for yeah. because of his because of his body shape, because of his strength, you know, and uh, and he's he's the long term answer. Perhaps who knows? Perhaps a, we really we need as a, a commentary centre back. If you see a Rouge coming on, when you, when you start against a Somalonga, you know you're going to be in for a sort of hustle and bustle. You know, that sort of DD type player. You see a Rouge come on, just like every single 50-50, he just... I, the, the, man's, the man's not built for it. I don't, we don't really... We didn't pay to his strengths at all. But I just... I just today, I think the star as well, I, think, I see people criticising him. There was one thing I noticed, and Luan's tweeted it as well, was he just doesn't... The amount of players having a go at him for not tracking back on that right-hand side. Mm. When we had... We yeah. sort of went to a... I don't know what it was at the end, because Cathcart sort of became like a right centre-back. And there was just there was a complete gap on the right-hand side. And he's just... I actually thought he... Generally thought he played quite well. I think he was... He set up the second goal. He got the ball into loser. Mention of loser as well. I thought loser was absolutely outstanding. How people want to get rid of him in the summer, I don't know. He's the one bit of bright spark in that midfield that we have who has that close control, who can find that ball. I also thought Bakuna was good. I think Bakuna has been good recently. He was actually the one player... I. I did sort of see it on the camera, but he did give a sort of fist pump to the, to the away end right at the first half, which is yeah, well, yeah. It's what we want. It's just for someone, just that connection between players and fans of playing well. So, you know, give a fist pump, you know, give a, come on, get behind us. We know, we, we know we've been bad recently, but come on, we're, we're really trying. And I, I don't know, do you, do you think they showed passion today? I think they did. 
I really think they did. I, I, um, I, I think I think there there was passion all the way. I think I think what what happened there, there it was one of those games for me. And you said about what was it that that triggered Kov into turning into what happened for me? It was the goal. I think the goal was. Uh, they say there were elements of fortune about it. We're going to get Sky Blue TV on in a second and see what their thoughts are because because our keeper kind of let it go. But in some ways, in games like this, it doesn't really matter what it is. Sometimes it's a you know a blood curdling tackle on the halfway line. You just need something. You need a catalyst to exactly. to be able to kind of change the momentum. Uh, you know, literally kind of tip the scales. And they they took full advantage of it. For me, and this is by no means definitive as always. As you know, Lewis, I talked some shite in my time, but. You know, for, for, for me, oh, don't, don't worry, it's, it, it saves everybody else having to. In terms of loser, I thought he was one player before the goal conceded and another goal, another player after, as were so many of the players there. Suddenly our decision-making that was seemed so on top of everything in the first half, the moment that and I, you'd have seen Kov suddenly pushed onto us and and basically shut us down, not dissimilar to what Huddersfield did last year, uh, last week, sorry. And our just just our, our decision making, our passing range, our retention just went, and they just stepped up on the front foot constantly. And Norton Cuffey was having a field day, having to go at Kamara. And, uh, and let's let's have a little poll of this just just before Sky Blue TV comes on, and uh, and we'll we'll certainly say. That penalty appeal. What do you, if you're, you're you're not a Watford fan? Complete neutral. We got the two. We got the we got the point in the bag. Kamara or Norton Cuffey? Penalty or no penalty? So will. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Excellent. So will. There you go. There <laughs> you the go. Handball, there you go. The handball thirty seconds later. I, I don't think that was a stone wall, but I think that was also probably a penalty as well. But. Anyway, but yeah, very good. Look, I quite like them. I hope they go up. So get on them. Good oh, oh, Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, look, thank you so much. Excellent first call. Ellie, we'll get you in in a minute. But first of all, we're going to go to Sky Blue TV. If you just want to hit your uh, your your mic button. Oh, yeah, you go. You've already done it. How are you doing there after after Cov 2, Watford 2? Uh, I think we saw the best and the worst of, of both sides. I think I said at half-time, if there was a team that I thought might bottle it second half, it was you guys listening to what you guys said. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I, don't, I think the first 10, 15 minutes, you were taking the proverbial piss out of us, and I was sitting in the chair mm. going, meant that we weren't laying a glove on you and you're doing all your party pieces and then Matty Godden produces a moment of magic which everyone ran by us thought it got deflected or something's gone wrong for it to go in and then it, like the game changed and you just kind of just looked like a boxer who'd been hit with a knockout punch and come back up and we're just like what we're doing and just let's hit it, hit it anywhere but yeah you're yeah, but class. The Pedro goal is absolutely brilliant. And it was my fear with you guys that we'd get done on a transition and it's a great finish. And then I think we just got a bit unlucky with Loser's goal where he just he's, he gets rebound and he finishes. And we were just saying, everyone about me, get get to half time 1-0 and we've got a chance. But yeah, um, we we come out and had a go at you guys. And it's a shame. I think it is a Stonewall penalty and Stroud normally gives them us. And that's the frustration, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I must confess, I wasn't, I wasn't a, a, a big fan of the ref for either team, particularly. And I think uh, yeah, we've already had one vote in terms of Stonewall. I think we have to say, put our hands up. 
And it, it wasn't like he was trying to trip him, but he just runs across the back of his legs because Norton Cuffy goes round him and, and does what you should do, which is put the put the defender behind you because then there's nothing he can do. And hey, hey, we we, we got away with one there. We'll take yeah. That. We'll take um, that. Well, like I say, cracking game of football, good advertised for champ, championship. It's probably nailed you guys for any chance you've got the playoffs. We we oh. still got a slim slim chance because no one else really wants to go in the playoffs. But no, it's a cracking game of football, and yeah, it, it, it's. Um, I think you guys got a bit of your pride back in the team. You showed a bit of fight, which uh, surprised me. Uh, um, and you got some good players there. I thought Porteous played really well. And I, I thought Saar was a bit of a liability for you guys. I think you didn't do much. Pedro was really good. Yeah. And I thought the young lad who played right back played really well. Andrews, I thought he did all right, especially when he got balked. He was a real good positive. Um, and your keeper, your keeper made some cracking saves. So it's just, it was a good game of football. There you go. There you go, sir. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much for calling in. Lovely stuff. Good luck in terms of trying to get into the uh, the playoffs. I agree with you completely. It's way beyond us now. But look, there you go. There you go, Sky Blue TV ringing in to say hello. That's the kind of thing we like to see, isn't it? Now let's go from uh, from sky blue to to the to the blue sky of the south coast. Uh, Justin, are you are you clocking some of these segues? They're almost just bordering on incompetent oh, rather than crass. Amazing, absolutely amazing. Yeah. Let's go to Mister Neil Silverstein. Neil, sir, how you doing? Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm all right actually. A bit tired, but um, haven't seen any of the last two games due to travelling. Yeah, so uh, actually I'll go from exotic location to. Uh, to join from. I'm currently in Kathmandu. In, you're in Kathmandu at the moment? In Nepal? Indeed. Kathmandu, Nepal, and it's a shithole. <laughs> Are you being serious? Well, I am being serious, <laughs> yes. Oh, is this the wedding? Yeah. Is this the wedding yeah. celebration? Family wedding in uh, the Akama Hotel, Kathmandu. La- la- ladies and gentlemen, la- look at this. Look at this. Roving reporter Neil Silverstein ringing from in Kathmandu. Pick the bones out of that one, Arsenal FC fan TV. Yeah. Look at that. So, come on, then. What's your travel guide report, then, on Nepal, other than shithole? Because I'm sure it must be worthy of some more comment. Which, no, I, 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 it's actually quite an interesting place, it's as far as I'd go. Yeah, this, yeah, this, I'm not for public consumption. <laughs> you're, you're not impressed, though? I, I, I guess I'm... I'm not of the disposition to mix with trekking um, people, but there we go. Um, now, the football, it, it sounds like from the last, the last two callers, it's, it's deja vu, right? So no team cohesion, limited individual, I guess, moments of brilliance that lead to a goal, as well as moments of madness that lead to conceding goals. I mean, Kamara, by the sound of it, Hey, what a surprise! Stonewall penalty gives away. Is that three or four he's done this season? Except this time we were lucky uh, the ref didn't give it. I would just like to say for the record that if there's anybody listening from the investigative panel of the FA into that transfer and loan back, no, Hassan Kamara is worth at least twenty five million pounds. Um, other than that, no, you're complete right. He was cods. Um, it, it, he was poor. In terms of that, I think there was. I think it's unfair to say there was no team cohesion. We changed to a four-three-three shape, and the midfield seemed to be working reasonably well. Bakuna was doing a really good job because you'd have, whenever the ball was in the midfield, you know, with, with them, you'd have both uh, Chowdhury and Loser kind of pressing, and Bakuna was doing a really good job of just picking up the second ball and then giving it to somebody who can actually play football, and it was kind of okay. The the one of one of the problems, and uh, and Lewis mentioned to it earlier on, and uh, and our friend from from Sky Blue TV mentioned that, in, especially in the first half, Saar was just 
not doing anything when we when you know in terms of defence, and it was a good job that Andrews was having a good a good defensive game behind him. So it was a little bit of cohesion, but the same problem in terms of you know defensive errors coming in and causing the game to sway the other way. Absolutely, yeah. But I mean, Absolutely. you're going to get that with six. Was it six changes that Wilder made today? So yeah, I mean, we, yeah, very true. We've spoken about it before. That you you need continuity and you know a spine of a of a team and and almost pairings that work together. And we've not got that. And if you're not consistent with your selection, it's very difficult to be consistent with the performance and therefore the results. So again, that that's a re- that's that's the same pattern that we see time and time again. But I just think mentally the players are broken and there is so little self-confidence that you know they're now questioning themselves and they're not playing their natural game. And when you've got to think before you act in the professional game, it's too late. You've lost the chance. And I think that's what we're then seeing. And as soon as, you know, I think someone used the phrase a glass jaw, as soon as there's a slight question of doubt, bang, they've gone. And and I'm actually glad that we didn't win today. And and I'll stick my neck out on that one because that just papers over the cracks, right? I mean, I I, you know, obviously being remote after the game on on Friday and, you know, by the sound of it, the fans kind of, showed what the team hasn't had, which was a sense of bollocks and, and really started to give it to Pozzo. If we'd have gone on and won today, that 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 emotion would have been sort of like, you know, diluted. My hope is that, that we do keep up with that momentum towards, you know, putting pressure on Gino to do something different. And yeah, whether it's listening or fucking off, whichever one of the two it is, something has mm-hmm. to change at that level. And the likes of Duxbury needs to be held accountable for some of the mental things that went on at our club over the last 96 hours because right, they're not acceptable, but they're going to get away with them. And again, a win would have papered over those cracks. So kind of, yeah, you know, it is still serious. The season's over, but then to me, the season never really started because it was always going to end this way. I think we were kidding ourselves any different because the writing was on the wall. But uh, yeah, I, I need to go because I need to sort stuff out, but I, I will listen with interest to the rest of it. And um, yeah, it will be fun. Have a good one. Wonderful stuff. Thank you. There you go. There. Can I just say thank you, Nepal? I've always wanted to say that. That's a good thing to Peter, do. I like that very much. Um, we're, we're talking to Nepal, I know, Justin. I know, I know, I know. And, but, but something that Neil said there has kind of sort of sparked something in me. It'd be interesting to know if there were any kind of banners or chants or any kind of pot sell out things going on today because I didn't see any on the TV, but that might be different inside the ground. So if anybody went... Well, well, let's take that as a segue then ah. and turn to... You see you see how Mate, I just... I pivoted here. I'm going. Be on Five Live before we know. We're going to lose you. I'll, I can tell you. I'll, I'll be on Hive Live and nobody in the world will hear me per normal, which is let's face it, what I deserve. Wend overhaul, we can hear the the reassuring road noise of uh, of, of of Greg there. Uh, yeah, how just, you doing, Greg? Uh, just entering the M6. Um, oh, yeah. oh dear, you've got to feel. Yeah, you've oh, got yes, to feel. So, you have to feel sorry for the M6 in that equation, yeah, don't you? I'm, really? I'm, I'm just just entering the M6. Uh, I've got Matty Craft in the car with me. Uh, he's a, he's a veteran of frustrated away performances with me. Say hello, Matt. 
Good afternoon, all. Good afternoon, uh, Matt, on behalf of everybody. Hello. Excellent stuff. So, big, big, so, big Watford fan, mate. He's a big Watford fan. Big Watford. Good stuff. Good stuff. So tell us. Tell us about the, the, the atmosphere inside the ground. Tell us about the game. And then, last of all, we keep us tantalisingly listening. Were there any protest banners? Were there any taken in? Were oh, they being Pete, taken off, et cetera? Pete, Pete. No, no protest today at all. And I was so annoyed. Well, this fans clapping them off today. What is there to clap? We scored two goals, but again, we were spineless. Ah, oh, 80% of these prayers need recycling. 80% at least. Had enough of them. Had enough of them. That is my last away game of the season, without a doubt. I've said it before, but that's it. <laughs> well, well well done, Persona. I've said it before, but I, I mean it this time. Of course you do. Yeah. Of course you do. That's fine. That's, you're, good. That's you're, fair enough. You're a man of moments, Pete. You're a man of moments. We had one Ish moment minus. from him. Ish. We had we yeah. had one moment and we got a goal. The rest of it, oh, he, he, there was one point in the second half. He had the chance to lay it on a plate for a rouge and bugger it up down in the in the right hand corner. Let's, the sooner he's gone, the better. The sooner he's gone, the better. Uh, he don't want to get injured, does he? But it's so frustrating because that one moment of magic, we scored. Just do it more, Isma. Do it more. Just frustrating, isn't it, mate? Frustrating. Of course it is. Of course it is. What your view of the uh, of, of the goal? We I don't know if you heard. We had Sky Blues TV on, and they just thought it was a worldie of a uh, of a shot. But Hamer clearly thought that was going wide. It, it, yeah. it, they kept mentioning on the TV that uh, that it was it was very gusty and the kind of wind affected. Was that what kind of caused it, do you think? Or was it just a brain fart on behalf of uh, a player who hasn't played in goal for about a year and a bit? Yeah, it looked like he just left it to me, thinking it was going wide, uh, you know, a misjudgment. That's what it looked like to me. I did feel, and, and I put in our group chat, I thought his distribution was a lot better than Batman's, a lot better. But yeah, that's 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 a big mistake that's opened the door and, and they're back in. However, you know, Pete, when we're 2-0 down, can you ever see us coming back? Because I can't, whenever we're two down, two up, we should do have been doing what we do, what other teams do to us, and manage the game and go down injured and piss us around. We we didn't do any of that. Uh, well, I, I, I bought out at the start and I said about the fact that we, you know, in, in a period of five minutes, we'd gone from loser and uh, Pedro playing little kind of little flicks to each other and the Olays going up and it all looked beautiful. Yeah. And, yeah. and the thing it reminded me of, I, I can't say it did at the time, I was enjoying it like everybody else. This is wise after the event, was the fact that yeah. the moment they got the goal, it's kind of like you're going, that reminds me of, do you remember when we were away to West Ham? And I yeah. think it was uh, Dimitri Payet put in the ball yeah. as a Rabona. And, and yeah. Dini went, you, no, you stop now. You're taking the piss. And we came back and we won 4-2. Obviously, Kov didn't yeah. win 4-2, but it, it felt the same sort of thing. You know, kind of don't just be happy keeping the ball and doing the clever stuff and getting that, you know, control the game, manage the game. And in that moment, it gets it gets away from us. You know, it's just one of those moments. It's just one of those things. But overall, if you take, if you're not a Watford fan, if you can take your Watford uh, hat off there, or, or Matt might be able to help you, and you take a look at that game, are you... Pl- 
you know, are you is it, is it a good game, or are you, you know, can you get beyond the frustration of it just being the fact that you're supporting Watford and they let that go? I appreciate what you say about if if it's two 0 the other way, it goes on to be four 0 and we don't do that. But uh, <laughs> but was there something to take out in terms of the commitment and the passion from the first half? No, because okay. you got for me, you got a team that have technically good but don't play as a team Coventry came out second half and played as a team okay when all the LA's were going off we mm-hmm. but then we, but then we we conceded and we went from Brazil to Bolivia in about two minutes you know it just it's just not good enough Pete it's not good enough fair you know, enough I, I look at a Rouge yeah I think he's running off the ball he's immaculate he's makes some lovely off the ball runs but he can't hold the ball up it's not built for British unless he's got a minder up there with him a big lump with him it's a waste of space having him there ah just frustrating totally and utterly frustrating can't wait for this season to end Pete 80% of them need recycling 80% need recycling and we need to start doing some wheeling and dealing in in the football league that's what we need to do because we're going to have to Pete so we've got we've got so many uh, British players that are coming out uh, to the end of their contracts and there's some there's some bargains out there to be had so that's what we've got to do we will keep a close eye on it. Probably the most important we should finish this call on is the fact that, obviously, it is. It's a bank holiday Monday. We know that uh, you had fish on Friday. I believe Mrs. Wendover is taking care of business again this evening in a culinary oh, sense. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can- <laughs> 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 what, what, what's, yeah, a cook, yeah. what's a cooking in the Wendover hole? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm having a, I've, I've got a sp- spaghetti bolognese waiting for me. So spaghetti uh, bolognese homemade for Greg when he gets. Yeah, home. so it can't Mrs. all Wendover, be bad. Yeah, though. Mrs. Wendover will have, will have had it on the slow cooker all day, so it'd be nice and and she'll she'll do the spaghetti for me as 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 I get in. And, uh, oh, look at and, this and. and Great some parmesan for me with with, with her knees. I, so, honestly, uh, I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure you deserve. <laughs> I'm not sure you deserve any of that. Entering earlier on, as you said, the M6. You know, that's just yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, Mrs. Wendover. Just too good to you. Just too good to you. Right, yeah. have a safe journey back. We're going to get to lots of other callers. See, see you what lads. everybody else thought. See yeah, you later, mate. Okay. There, there goes Greg. There, go, there goes Greg. The old, uh, the old spag ball awaiting him. This is Shorty, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Enjoy the game. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <laughs> at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. 
Let's add somebody else in quickly who was at the game, and then we've got a list of people to get through. Elio, we'll be coming back to you after we speak to Mr. Carl James. Carl, sir, are you there? How are we? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's after a Watford game, so exactly. a mixture of rage and confusion and all the normal. What do you do? What do you make of it there, mate? Well, a couple of things before I get on to that. I've also, like Greg, just entered the M6. So we're, uh, oh, we're enjoying ourselves. The M6 is having quite a day. It, I think it, we can it, all yeah, agree that. Royal smashing the M6s. Um, <laughs> but I will say something. Greg at half time said to me, I really do fancy a pie. And I had to talk him out of it because Ooh. Mrs. Wendover would have not been impressed if it got home and, and ruined his spaghetti bolognese that's been on the stove all day. Well done, sir. Well done. That's Greg at half time. He's eating something. He's always eating stomach at half time. <laughs> Without pain. So, yeah. Well, uh, at, least yeah. It, at least it's not the M6. Let's, let's let Greg uh, manage to drive home rather than kind of... Uh, kind of crash his car as he finds out his pie his pie secrets are being revealed <laughs> to Mrs. Wendover. Go on, mate. What what else about the game? Yeah, just um, the goalkeeper's had an absolute horror show with that that shot from where we were. I, I don't uh. think it, it took any any sort of deflection or wind. It, it was just he was watching it go out and it, it snuck into that to that far post. So and and then really we we fell apart. Our legs went to jelly as soon as that that first goal went in for Coventry. All of us looked at each other and went, here we go again. And in terms of protest, there, there wasn't a protest as such. But I don't, did you see the photo I sent you of the, the lad with the um, prosthetic leg? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this, this is this is this was this was Rio Wolf who who has literally a prosthetic leg, but he had uh, he had not so out on it. I think. On it. So fair play to him. I wanted to mention him because that, that really did cheer me up. Been <laughs> <laughs> a bit awkward well, if I taken that away from him. Well, yeah, it yeah. would have been. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would have been a bit awkward, yeah. He'd have been up in mad. Tish, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so, so come on then. Other than that, any uh, were, were, were was there any sign of any any banners being taken in? Were they being taken off people if they were, or was it just a you know a, a, a reasonably happy crowd who were just happy to have the uh, the, the the day away at uh, at Cov? Oh, it wasn't happy. Yeah, it wasn't happy. It was a, it was a quite a vile atmosphere again. But it, it, there was no um, there was no. Potso out songs or or anything like that. It was yeah. um, it was more aimed at the uh, the playing staff today. Okay, okay. So at half time, everybody's up and enjoying it. I presume. I presume. Yep. At, at full time, we heard earlier on uh, from, from Greg. He was saying there were there were people clapping and applauding it. Where was the general state of play after it? Because as I say, depending on when the goals are scored, a draw can be looked at as a as a good point or a, or a bad point, or a, we got away with that. Where where was everybody with yeah. that? Yeah, got away with it. Yeah, yeah, we did get away with it. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I think it was a, it was a real mix. To be fair, where where we were actually stood, there was a lot of booing towards the um, towards the players. Further forward than us, there was a lot of clapping. You know, hands in the air and stuff. And I look. You know, from one person to another, I can't tell somebody how to support the team. No, absolutely. You know, and, and, and that works both ways. There was enough in that first half to, to warrant a clap, absolutely. But there was enough work undone in the second half to warrant booing. So I completely I completely get both both sides of it. It's just, just same frustrating shit that we've had to deal with for the last few weeks, mate. Um, you know, so and it, it, like Greg, this is my last away game of the season. I, you know, I'm not wasting my time and money traipsing up all over the country to watch that well well fair enough that's fair enough i do think that there should be one away game for everybody to consider and that's on the 23rd of april when the uh, the women 
Uh, it's, it's, on, it's on Sunday. Done very I'm, well, hasn't I, I'm doing segues today like you wouldn't believe, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am pivoting here. Like, uh, well, you've seen how I'm built. I, I'm not built for pivoting. Um, but the 23rd of April, Sunday, away at Burton Albion, a ground that not many people, I imagine, will have actually managed to get to, playing Nottingham Forest in the in the final of their National Women's League. Now, if you were one of the over a 1,000 people got to down to uh, Vicarage Road yesterday and saw them basically put uh, Bridgewater to the sword 5-1. Again, Helen Ward getting four goals for about the second time in about three weeks. And she's retiring, retiring at four goals in the game. That that would be really something for everybody to to, to look at the diary and see if you can get up there and support, because they do deserve uh, uh, some, some more, more support. So I appreciate it. It's your last one away. But uh, but there we are. So, Carlos, final, final question, sir. Final question. Uh, uh, away, Coventry away I do remember in the bumper book of nonsense Coventry you thought was not going to be a good away uh, game because of a lack of facilities in and around the stadium was there a pub were you able to uh, enjoy the day or is it uh, disapp- or is it disappointing and soulless oh no uh, I mean you can see why the, the the Germans bombed it quite honestly it's a <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, that's a bit harsh. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. There is. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. Nepal and Coventry are really getting it, which is not not words I was expecting to say. Um, so, okay, so not. There goes Carl. There's Carl, not approving of Coventry. I'll let him go back so he can get back uh, on on the M6, which is being uh, populated by uh, by well by many a Watford fan. Now let's go to let's go to Ellie because Ellie, if you hit your mic button, you know what to do there. Let's see if we can hear you. Can we hear you? Hello, Ellie? how are you? Oh, look, she's there. If we can hear her this time now, Ellie. Before we ask about the football, I think we all have to ask about the tweet today. Which one? Well. I'll be honest with you. Or was it was it yesterday or last night? Well, I got to see it this morning, and somebody said, "Oh, well, Ellie's Ellie's issued a tweet." And uh, it's, I, I've, excuse me for asking a uh, an ungentlemanly question, but how many dress sizes have you lo- have you basically reduced in how I've long? I've dropped three dress sizes in the space of four years. So this is a long term thing that you've put into place and kept yeah, with it. Yeah, kept with it. Um, just got my nutrition on point, really. Eighty percent nutrition, twenty percent workout. Something in line with what our current crop of players should be doing. <laughs> oh, oh! Look at the segues going on here, people. It's it's the callers are doing it now. The lunatics are taking over the asylum. I'm throwing my pen up in the air and it's landing. There you so, go. Yeah, <laughs> it's been something that I've wanted to do for years, but I just kind of I found something that works for me. Everyone has got an opinion on what I'm doing and I go to the gym three times a week. And if I'm not at the gym, I'm off doing other bits and pieces that are football related. And also I wanted to thank you and Justin for sending mum the little bits and bobs from Do Not Scratch Your Eye. Oh, that's welcome. That's no problem. I was We were very tempted to write sweary mum on the envelope, but we stopped short of that because we thought the post office might might start inquiring about well, things. Well, mum has really bad, like, anxiety. So she finds it really <laughs> hard to go to Vicarage Road right. because the last time that she went to a game was with her dad when her dad was alive. And when he passed away, she couldn't face going back there. She cries every time we go past Vicarage Road, for fuck's sake. I mean, there's lots of reasons why you would cry to be fair 
in fairness, we, we cried most yeah. weeks. I mean, just look at Friday. Yeah. Well, Laying inside the ground, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Just getting back to today's game against Coventry away, I mm-hmm. am really, really, really pleased to see that Wilder has finally given them a good old kick up the Swede and then they ballsed it up. And I was like, hold on a minute. Our goalkeeper was better than Bashman for the for the majority, I would say, of the game. I think he lost mm-hmm. concentration, but I liked the way that he was demanding and managing and being accountable with his back four. I really liked that. And I liked how he was like using, like you could tell by his body language, he was pointing and directing them and managing them as you would expect your goalkeeper to do. Joe Pedro, I thought his goal was brilliant. I think it'll be a great shame when he goes in the summer because I think it's inevitable, the writing's on the wall. So what a sack of slimy shit. I absolutely... (laughs) That's, that's, That's descriptive. He was disgusting today. He was so lazy he wasn't getting on the ball when he was getting on the ball he was trying to be really like showy offy look at what i can do look at what i can do and i'm really sorry but actually if we keep stick to the basics we'll get there i thought friday was absolutely horrendous i actually drank a bottle of gin friday night and then went to the Oh, no. <laughs> is that part of the nutritional plan or is that is that off? Yeah, well, I mean, no, it wasn't part of it, but it, it, when it's Watford, it all kind of goes out the window, I'm afraid. So, so is so so as a question, and I appreciate we're segueing back and forth all over yeah. the place here. Do you, is this one of these things where you have like green days, red days, and gin days? I mean, what what happens? Well, there? it also it all very much. Where does the gin fit in? Well, the gin fits in when Watford play. Oh, it's either gin or vodka. And when and you know it's really bad when it's a bottle of gin. And I'm not talking about the little ones, I'm talking about the big ones. <laughs> oh dear. It was oh dear. Oh dear. At the office. Oh uh, well, it was, it oh, was. But hey, we've still got a bit of Easter weekend to look I forward mean, to. That's all good. You're posting pictures of yourself in, in your in your gear and saying, look what I've done. So it's not too bad. Not too bad. We've got loads of people to get to, Ellie, so I'm going to ask you one of the questions that I, I, I almost stopped asking. If you saw the game there, the uh, the Kamara challenge on uh, on Norton Cuffey, penalty or no penalty, penalty would you say? Long. Penalty all bloody day long. Penalty all bloody day long. Off your Swede to not give it. And I think the referee was off his Swede. We are so fucking lucky that was not given. Very good, very good. Okay, well, there goes Ellie. Today, by the way, we're sponsored by the word Swede. So if you can get that into any sentences, that's all going to be good. We're going to go across to Mr. Paul Holly, sir. Any any kind of Swede phrases you can think of crown, kind of pushing in here, they'll be they'll be greatly appreciated. But just leave, leave the M6 alone. It's feeling frightened. Paul, how are you, sir? What did you make of yeah, that? Yeah, good afternoon. What did I make of it? First half, yeah, good effort. Coventry sat off us. And if you look at yeah. if you look back at the West Brom home game, the Birmingham home game, any team that sits off us and gives us space, then yeah, we've got players that can look like the Harlem Globetrotters. Great goal by Pedro. Obviously, Loser did well to follow up his rebound. And a half time, two nil. You only saw one winner. The defence looked stable. Hamer looked calm. And you kind of go, this could get this could end up four or five. But the mm. minute any team close us down and put us under pressure, we capitulate. And we were very lucky to get a draw. There were two clear-cut penalties. I've been watching the uh, the, the the highlights on, on Sky. The, oh, the right. Kamara one, blatant penalty, 
And then there was another one where Bakuna tracked, and I can't pronounce his name, back into the penalty area and literally grabbed him around the back of the neck. And then they had a step two afterwards, another clear penalty. So really, on balance, Coventry should have won. Will this raise our confidence? I don't think so. It would have been better the other way around had we been two down and come back to 2-2. Saar didn't want to put a tackle in in the first half, wasn't tracking back. Okay, he set up the uh, the second goal, but he's clearly playing not to get injured. The thing that was most annoying, with 2-0 up, the third goal kills off the game, and then we've got people showboating, which, you know, showboating in our own half and on the halfway line, totally unacceptable. Uh, who do they think they are? No, absolutely. I don't know if you heard it earlier on, I compared it to the West Ham game that uh, we were 2-0 down and came back and did it to, to West Ham when the, boot, when the boot was on the other foot. I agree with you. You kind of show respect. But also, you control the game. You manage the game. And the man- game management isn't just about the the, uh, the coach and to who he puts on and puts off. It's also about keeping the ball and pushing around. And, and it, it seemed to be set up for the fact that in the second half, they were bound to change how they were going to play. They had to push on to us. And we didn't respond really with enough with enough breakaways, which was ever so frustrating when you think you've got the players that you have in order to potentially do it. Very, very frustrating. But we've got to indeed. get over this. We've got the players that can potentially do it. We've really all as a fan base got to get over that. The proof is in the pudding week after week. We've got to get over the fact they're good players and they should be this, they should be that. They're proving that they're not. Fair play. No, you can't, there's no arguing with that. They've done it. Uh, they've done it about what thirty nine games so far this season, if not more. Um, it's uh, yeah, no, very very frustrating. Very frustrating. Never mind, sir. Right, so we've got Bristol City. You mentioned there. If it had been the other way, it would have felt it would have felt better because you'd have felt the momentum swing and it showed character to come back. I I don't know if you heard it, but Wendover Horn said, you know, if it had been two 0 the other way, that would never have occurred. Is there anything we can take from this into Bristol City, do you think? Oh. And, and 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 another question for you, Paul, before you go. Backman, would you bring him back or would you keep Hamer in? Really, really tough, tough questions. I mean, what, you don't come here for an oh, easy time, Paul. What could we take into the next game? I mean, very difficult one because both halves were so very different. I mean, first half, you'd go as you were. Second half, you'd basically... You, you, change, you change the majority of the players. I think oh, it's a difficult one, isn't it? I, I would expect Batman will go back in goal. Hamer's distribution was quite good. Big error for the goal, I thought. But, you know, yeah. he, just, he hasn't played enough to kind of trust him to keep playing now. You know, you've got to start him in pre-season and get some games under his belt. So I would expect Batman to come back in. Unpopular opinion, but where, no, where, no, no, where, no, it's who, good. who else is there? And, Where's where's Okai? Okai the new. Where the hell is he? You know, <laughs> uh, it's a really it's a really tough question about just, what we would do on Saturday. I don't know. Justin, Justin, Justin. We've had Okai the new in front of us the whole season, and we failed to do it. How have we missed I've this? No idea. I've not. I mean, he did tell us it was Okoya, but we'll go with it. We'll go with it. <laughs> yeah, Paul. Paul. All I'm asking is if oh. if if in close season we sign a player called Tarara Bumdi. You come on and let us know that we finished that off appropriately. <laughs> Terari Bumdi, honest. How's that been sitting there in front of us? We'd, oh, we've lost our superpowers. That's the, that's the only uh, answer. That's absolutely... Oh, dear. Never mind. Never mind. Final question, sir. Final question then. Kamara on oh, Norton Cuffey. I think I think we're fessing up oh, to yeah, this, def- everybody. Oh, yeah, definite penalty. 
definite penalty. And the one afterwards for Kuna on Goyorka, whatever his name is, another penalty. Goyorka is, yeah. The replay, Goyorka's in front of him running in the area, and he grabs him around the back of the neck for Kuna. So another clear penalty. If there was VAR, they would both been given. And Stroud, the referee, Luton fan, you know, actually overcompensated today, didn't he? And I've just read a stat. In the last four games, we've lost seven points from a winning position. That says a lot about the mentality. Uh, it certainly does. It certainly does. Paul, excellent stuff as always. Thank you, sir. Let's get across to Katie. Katie, how you doing? Hit the mic button and let us know your thoughts after today. Did you go? Did you watch it remotely? Yes, I did go. Um, on our way back now, it was it was sad because it was such a good first half. Literally, it was like I can't even fault anything in that first half, and then you just knew we were going to bottle it. Like you could just tell because it always happens that the other team come out fighting, and we all go, "Whoa, we didn't expect that." And then they, all the players panic and then end up conceding goals. And I'm surprised they didn't win it at the end because I, I really thought they would. But, yeah, it's really disappointing. And like I'm kind of like what everyone else has been saying, you know, the only person who I really thought played horrific today was Saar. And I know people will say, oh, well, you know, he, he created the goal. Yeah, but everything else he did was really poor. At mm. one point in the first half, Portis was literally, like, screaming at him. He was literally saying, like, you need to defend. And Saar was kind of just, like, shrugging his shoulders. And he even went over to Zhao and was telling Zhao to tell Saar that he needs to, like, track back and defend. Because most of the time, he was genuinely just, like, walking around really slow, just not really doing anything interesting. And, yeah, he created the goal. That's great. But, you know, there were so many other chances as well that he messed up. I think it was a shame for Brick to go off because I know he only played, like, eight minutes. Mm -hmm. But he's he's a target man, and he works really well up front. I genuinely think we would have scored more goals with him up there instead of Arouge because Arouge, like people were saying, he can't hold himself. He's not got the body proportion for that. And I feel like with Brick, he's a lot better at kind of holding the space and then, you know, you get the balls in and he's the one scoring them. And that just, you know, every time Arouge got the ball, he was like tripping over himself or poor touches. And it was, you know, especially that one chance near the end, I was like, what are you doing? Just kind of fell over himself and well, that, that, that could have been it. That was potentially Sar's second moment of the game. And I think I think in fairness, I'm gonna give him give him this moment where he had a little kind of a an almost like an underlapping run in the middle and an exchange with Yao Pedro, and he kind of came down the left and Pedro pegged it into the vacated space that Sars run had created and he went to play it across and as you say Arosh took the touch but you you can't blame him in a way because he's a he is supposedly a goal scorer and he's yeah. you know he's just about getting in the 18 yard box he's trying to get to it but of course if he'd let it run there was no way the Cov defender was getting to that and it was um it would have been it would have been Pedro in with an awful lot of confidence on goal who knows yeah. who knows what would have happened but uh, yeah what what was your thought on the uh, we're, we're taking dibs we haven't seen anybody who hasn't yet said no the uh, the the Coventry uh, the the Kamara challenge on on uh, Norton Cuffey was a penalty what was your view I'm not gonna lie like I didn't really see it it was right at the other end um, oh well I was, done 
I was kind of looking down, so... <laughs> that's excellent. That's the official Arsene Wenger response. That's very good. That's, there's, <laughs> there's Katie delivering delivering a level of neutrality but, that I can quite admire. Oh, go on. <laughs> people saying, oh, it should have been a penalty. We should have had a penalty. There were so many fouls that we didn't get. Loads of handballs we didn't get as well. So I know maybe it probably should have been a penalty, what people are saying, but people say, oh, the ref was completely on our side. He wasn't. Like, there was... Both, you know, very even. They gave a lot of things um, Coventry's way. We had some as well, but there was lots of things that probably we should have had. There was that foul on, I think it was on Zhao, literally just outside the box, and the ref wasn't looking, and he didn't see. And we still had the ball, but, you know, he was proper, like, shoved over. And, you know, that could have been something. So, you know, it was very up in the air. But if they should have had a penalty, like... We, we were saved, and even without the penalty, they probably should have won it. They had some good chances at the end. But it's just, it's a shame because I thought Hammer did play well, and I would like to see him more in goal. You know, there's no excuse for the goal. He should have saved it, but he was a lot better just conducting in the box, came off his line. He was confident for someone who hasn't played a lot of football. He did play well, and obviously, you know, he, he did concede some goals, but he still, I think he did well. Good stuff. Good stuff, Katie. This is fighting talk. I like that. We should have had penalties. This is the stuff we like. Katie, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful stuff as always. We will catch you again soon. Jack, I'm going to come to you in just a minute because what I'm going to get in is I'm just going to get Ross. I'm coming to you, sir. We're going to go to Spencer Ross. Here we go. Add in a speaker. You know me all, guys, fingers and thumbs all over the place. Ross, how are you doing, sir? Hello, can you hear me? Oh, look at this. We conquer technology again. Elon Musk, do your worst. We're going to win. We're going to win out in the end. Ross, sir, Kov, Kov, Kov man through and through. What was your take on the on the game? Obviously, we're, we're looking at it going, oh, two goals got away from us, and you know the the game swung our, you know, swung your way, and then we were we were lucky to get away with what looked like a, I think it's been described as a stonewall penalty by a number of people. What 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 was your take on it, mate? Yeah, it was it was an interesting game actually. I thought first half you were very very good. I mean, I, I struggled to see how you are actually not sort of top two, top three in this division with some of the players. I mean, the rotations that you do that you were causing us in the first half. I actually think Asamba longer going off was a real blow to you. I think he mm-hmm. had caused us massive problems. You could see from that first goal, the way he just dummied for that one to go. I think it was through to yeah. actually Pedro to allow him to be one-on-one. It was just such that a was play. It. it ripped us clean apart. I mean, it was almost... Vo- I mean, we played Stoke the other week at home and it could have been about 10 and I was thinking, oh, here we go. It's going to be another one of these games again. Um, we, we're at a stage where unfortunately we don't have a massive squad we've got two number 10s that are good in this division obviously O'Hare and Casey Palmer and they're both currently out at the moment injured I mean O'Hare did his ACL and Palmer did his hamstring the other month against Sunderland and I think it's pretty obvious to see the way we play if we don't have someone that can play in between the lines we struggle to feed off our strikers with Jokeres and Godden and you could see in the first half the fans are starting to get a little bit frustrated with it because we're very very basic we're quite easy to defend against sometimes like when you watch us you just think well teams know what they're going to do against us and in the first half that actually happened and but I just the second half I I don't know what it was I mean I was right behind our goal and I will say I feel sorry for your goalie in a way because the wind actually took that goal into the back of the net because it was one of those where he's basically hit it but he's hit it into the wind and I I think it was is it Hammer that's in goal he almost he looked shocked it had gone in and it was quite funny actually because I didn't expect it to go in because of how Godden had hit it it didn't actually look like it was going to go in the net at all it just literally looked like he'd placed it 
it and it was either going to go wide or he was going to save it, but the wind almost took it and it went in. And then from that moment, it almost looked like your yeah. players were like, oh shit, here we go again. We've conceded. <laughs> and then they just kind of crumbled after that, really, didn't they? And it was almost they like, did. you could see from your fans as well, from the minute that goal went in, that you were like, yeah, this is where we turn into a team that just crumble and concede two or three goals. And even Wilder on the side, you could tell it was the, the one bit of the moment and the timing of the game that he didn't want to concede, you then did. And I think it gave us a lift, really, out of nowhere. And obviously, we then tried to go pretty direct up to God and, and Jokerez. I mean, how you're number 44, by the way, I mean, this happens every single time <laughs> I, I play, I watch Cov play, but how it took him till the 70th minute to get booked, I mean, was 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 incredible. The amount of times that Jokerez would spin him and he'd literally just pull him to the ground and the ref would just do nothing or let him get away with it was, was beyond me. But that happened a couple of times to Pedro as well, so I can't really complain about that. It's just the skill of both of, both of the players. But yeah, I mean, the penalties, I didn't really see the handball the handball was an interesting one I've, I've heard a few of your fans say that it was um i know there was the shout on yokerez as well but the the last one for me i mean how on earth he's not given that i was just listening to robbins actually our manager a minute ago and he was basically saying that he thinks that norton coffee was too honest in that situation he tried to stay on his feet too long whereas yeah if he'd have gone down straight away then it would have probably been given. So we can look at it in the perspective, sorry, of, well, our player tried to be honest, but as we know, being honest in football gets you nowhere. And as you can see, being honest didn't get us anywhere because we didn't get a penalty that should have been a penalty. So I think overall, it was a, a game of two halves, to be honest. I mean, at the start of the second half, I feared the worst. You were just rotating all over the pit. You were playing in between the lines. Pedro was in all sorts of space. I was I was a bit disappointed with Saar, actually. I thought he'd cause us a little bit more problems than he did I don't really think he he did that much to be fair and when he got the ball I was expecting when he got one-on-one -on -one with Wilson Esbrand he's a young wing back on loan from Man City I thought he'd try and you know mm -hmm. go at him a bit more 1v1 but he didn't really seem to want to do that all game he wanted to look for a passing side which surprised me a little bit but yeah your rotations are good I think you're a very good team I just think you lack certain areas of the pitch where you, you had some experience and players that could talk and also manage a game well like you see the Burnleys in this division have I think that you you would be right up there and obviously next season you can go again but on, on your day you can cause teams a lot of problems because obviously when it was 2-0 I thought it was going to be 3-4 and so on especially at the start of the second half where you did that passage of play where you literally were just one touching all over the pitch and we were just running after the ball and we couldn't get anywhere near you but yeah I'm disappointed not to have probably won it in the end I mean I don't know where it actually come from because we didn't actually play well again we played pretty pretty average to be honest we huffed and puffed but we somehow managed to get two goals and put you under a bit of pressure but overall I thought it was it was a good game and, and I'll take four points off of you this season definitely I didn't think we'd get from you so <laughs> well there you go no I agree I think uh, we, we've all been sitting there asking we've been asking it most people did was the Norton Cuffy one was it was it a penalty and a few people has called it Stonewall most people have said yes um, and uh, and Katie who you just heard before we came on said I, uh, she took she took the Arsene Wenger approach and said she didn't see it which I thought was excellent yeah. excellent supporting <laughs> level kind of answers that's the one you should yeah. use when you when you yeah. find and you can't see from the other end of the pitch you say oh yeah, uh, yeah. I, did, I didn't two, see it didn't see it <laughs> too right too right so uh, as a question just looking at, just looking at Cov it was really interesting because you say about missing O'Hare etc it was interesting because Jokerez when he came down to us just sat on the last man and absolutely roasted him and today he was dropping into little areas little pockets trying to get mm. something because he wasn't getting the service so yeah. it'll be interesting to see where he goes has has the 
obviously the two points that both teams have dropped today. But in terms of us, I think we, we were no, we're, we're not getting in the playoffs. We knew that that ended about about five weeks ago. We, we couldn't see it doing it. But but the rest of the playoffs contenders just kept trying to keep us in it by by not winning enough. And uh, and, and so we're there. But we're we're kind of out of it now. Do you think you've got a hope of uh, of sneaking in in six? To be honest with you, it sounds bad, but I don't actually want us to make the playoffs. And I say that, and I know some people go, well, "Why wouldn't you want your teams to make the playoffs?" We're nowhere near ready. If you look at our season as a whole, we had the start of a season when we didn't even have a ground. We basically yeah. didn't have a pitch to play on. We've got no squad depth whatsoever. Um, we were, we've literally got about five or six loans in our team. We've got so many injuries throughout the squad that have cost us. As I said, when you played us earlier on in the season, I don't actually think... No, O'Hare wasn't back, but Palmer played in that game, and that was the difference. Palmer yeah. played off of O'Hare, and with Jokeres and how we work normally, it's so key for us to have either Alan O'Hare or Palmer fit and playing because we have to have someone in and around in the pockets, and at the minute, we don't have that. We have Hamer and Sheaf, obviously, who are very good centre-mids at this level, but we've got Josh Eccles playing in there, who, don't get me wrong, is a, is a nice player. He's a young player, but when you're going for a playoff chase at this time of the season, we can't be playing players like that week in, week out and be expecting to beat teams like Watford and Blackburn and so on. And as you saw today, you were making changes. Robbins didn't make one single substitute the whole game, which really tells you and, and sort of other fans and even us as Cov fans what he sort of thinks to his squad depth. Because if you're chasing a game at home, nine times out of 10, the home team will at least make one or two changes throughout the game. And we didn't make a single sub. We just stuck with the same team for the whole 90 plus minutes. Um, so I don't think we're going to get the playoffs. I think a draw didn't suit either team, to be honest with you today. Mm -hmm. um, I actually thought we'd lose today, not just being pessimistic. I just thought after the results we had, we haven't scored against Swansea or Stoke and we could have lost by about 10 nil at home to Stoke. We were awful. And then when it was 2 nil at half time, I thought it was going to be another 3 or 4 nil, maybe. But yeah, I don't I don't think we've got enough. I think we're, we're, like, we're a bit like you. We're, we're way too inconsistent. Um, we hit a consistent form where we were unbeaten in nine, but now we've hit that inconsistent form at the wrong time of the season. Season, and I think we'll just gradually start to, to fade away really now. Um, I think no. we'll probably maybe maybe eight, nine. Um, to be honest with you, I will massively take it because with the team and the budget that we've got, to even That's be the point. Where, where we are is, is, is incredible. And to be even competing with teams like yourself, a lot of people forget we literally haven't spent a single penny on any of our players. Casey Palmer was free and was our only actual like transfer that we, we've got in the summer that was a, like a permanent transfer. And so we've not paid for a single player this season. Very good. We also sold Dom Hyam to Blackburn, their centre-half. He, he was basically going to be our captain but because we had the problems with the pitch we had to sell him for cheap to basically afford to basically stay to get our games played at home at the start of the season so we've not actually spent any money and to be where we are now with what five or six games left is is quite a testament really so I'll, I'll Mate, it's an ab it's an absolute it's an absolute credit to mark robbins uh yeah. we've done a cup we've done a couple of uh the preview shows where some cov guys have come on us and we've got them with the other and i think you've got the fourth lowest budget in the yeah in, in the championship <laughs> and go. obviously we know we know where you've come from we know the ownership and the ground purchase and all of that has gone on you've done remarkably well Ross so look sir thank you so much for calling in I love it when yeah, we no get uh, when we get opposition fans coming on and uh, having a chat and seeing where it goes and most of them always come on and go Ishmael Lassar didn't do very much did he we, we get that quite a lot
The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.